record button because of the because of the background. Stockport County Live, Liam oi, Dickinson, oi. looking fresh with that trim. Trim a limb, a limb. I was out for my work's Christmas do last weekend. After freshening it up, I couldn't couldn't go out looking homeless any longer. What about them? Um, what about them, Jimmy Jammies? You've got tell me you love Christmas without saying you love Christmas. <laughs> what are you saying? <laughs> you look you look like a present. <laughs> it's the longest set of jammies you'll ever see in your life, mate. It's been a couple of weeks. Have you been? It has, mate. It has. It's been a it's been a bit of a bit of a break for us. I don't think we've ever been this long. Um, but good, yeah, good. Ticking over as per working, getting terrorized off my children. Why, oh, really? I love, I love a bit of ch- child terrorization. I've been, I've been having it the same myself, but it's what we do, isn't it? We just get to a point where when they walk out of the room, I just go like that behind the back. <laughs> I did it, I did it in front of them. No, I'm, I'm too scared. I'm too scared to do it. Um, listen, county, a lot to speak about at county last couple of weeks. Um, I actually thought about this and I dropped you guys a message, didn't I? No, no, Matty tonight, we should say. He's a busy yeah. boy. Yeah, he's a very busy man. Very busy um, man. I dropped you both a message because we had Bolton in the cup and there was loads going on. We had Sarks come on. I said, do you know what we should do? We should get Alfie back. And then we sort of missed the window, just me not getting on it quick enough. And then who do we draw out of the cup? We draw Rotherham next. So I think, right, got to do it. Absolutely got to do it. So I'm very happy to say, I know he's a good mate of yours as well, Dicko. Adam Lafondre back on the show. Box in the box. How do, how do? You okay? Here he is, the goal machine. He is the goal yeah, machine. I try, mate. <laughs> Before we start, mate, the reason I've not said good evening to you, you're in Australia these days. It's, what time yeah. is it there? Yeah, it's seven in the morning here. So Crikey, mate. Morning coffee, as you do. You got training today? Yeah, a little bit later on. Um, got to be in for 9.45. That's not too bad. That's a lie, isn't that, mate? When you're yeah, working, not, we you're up school, mate. I'm up at half five every morning for work, mate. <laughs> I, don't, I wouldn't have it any other way. Last time we spoke, last time we spoke, you, you were playing in India. How how is it? I mean, ask a silly question. How is it? How is the difference, if you like? What what's what's different between playing in Australia, playing in India? Just the the levels, obviously, a lot better in Australia than than India. Um, the quality of football is better. Um, the food, yeah, of course. The food's Ooh. better for me, anyway. Maybe. You got, you got, you got like a bit thick inside of curry last time, didn't you? <laughs> um, <laughs> obviously, the lifestyle as well. Do you know what I mean? For my fam, my family's here, which in India they weren't here. They were, um, they were in England at the time. Um, so obviously, we're all here in in Australia at the moment, and you know, in, in, enjoying the lifestyle here. The weather's not been great, actually. To be fair, though. The weather's been more English than it has Australian here at the moment. So, you know, that's one of the downsides at the minute, which is unlike Australia. <laughs> yeah, what you sign up for when you go to Australia? One of the big things is the, uh, is the, the weather. weather. How's, how's the yeah, career? Of course. You know, yeah, that's there? what I thought as well. But, um, <laughs> you know, we've been been raining a lot in the last few weeks. So I think there's been a, um, a few storms and stuff like that. So, What's yeah. the uh, lockdown situation like over there? Um, we're pretty much out of it. Like, obviously, you You've got your if you you test positive or close contact and that sort of thing, then then you go into isolation again. But lockdown's pretty much over in New South Wales, um, yeah, and that sort of thing. Obviously, I've I've, I've seen over in England about Boris and his party. So <laughs> we I, mate, we were just gutted we didn't get an invite. I was just about to say that, mate. I'm fuming. Full times ahead, isn't there? You're not wrong. <laughs> um, yeah, because one of my pals lives over in Melbourne, 
and they said they were in a lockdown for quite a long time. <laughs> yeah, they are. Let me tell you, they've been writing over there. It's an absolute night, like best part of two years in lockdown, and um, they were in the middle of moving house, and then they had to cancel it. And he said it's just been a nightmare. But it's crazy how obviously certain areas are different rules, aren't they? Yeah, well, obviously, there's I think there's about six different states who have different leaders, and because Australia is so big, they run pretty much like independent countries, really, where the leader controls everything in that state. And, you know, I've been quite lucky to go to a state in New South Wales where the leader's been, you know, quite forthright with, with COVID and, yeah. um, you know, the lockdown's been minimal, really. So, like, last time last time you were on, sorry, Chris, last time you were on, we talked about how you were going to decide, what, what obviously, what you what the future holds for you because you'd finished in India, um, you was out of contract in Australia, you wasn't sure. You said you're going to sit down with with your family and, and and obviously decide what's best for for yourselves as as a family. What was was that in the back of your mind to be going back over there? Is that what you wanted to do to do? Yeah, a little bit. I I, I never really wanted to leave Australia and go to India. Um, yeah. I'm sort of the current situation. You know, the climate of COVID really changed the league in in the A League at that time, and I had no clarity on on what I was going to do coming forward, you know, I've got three children and, and a wife to provide for. So I didn't have any financial clarity and the league didn't have any clarity at that time. So, you know, I made the decision to go to India and, you know, it was disappointing to leave Australia. And, um, you know, when it became a bit more apparent at the end of that season that um, in India that Australia really wanted me back and, you know, obviously Sydney really wanted me back then, you know, it was something that sort of, uh, piqued my interest really. I, I got back to England and, I was sort of thinking, should I just stay in England now and, you know, look for a club here or is this worth, you know, looking down this avenue? And um, and to be fair, I was always open-minded to go back to Sydney because I love my time there. Are you glad you did India? Are you just like, are you glad, like it's something different that you can talk about in 20 years or whatever. Are you, are you glad you did it? Um, yeah, definitely. Um, you know, I think, you know, for me and my family, this is an unbelievable choice. Um the lifestyle here is, is incredible and, and definitely going out to Australia the first time was, was really re, you know, in, invigorating myself as a player and, um, you know, a bit more enthusiasm for the game again after yeah. a, a dull period in England. So um, I think that really helped me and it made my decision the second time lo- loads easier. Um, I think playing abroad, I probably should have done it sooner really and instead of doing daft loan moves really, which... I just felt like staying in England was 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 the best thing to do, and you know, staying that goldfish bowl of, of English yeah. football, which is you know held up so highly. But um, you know, I've seen by moving abroad that it's been better for me doing that. Yeah, of course, I mean, like they say, when when you're happy off the pitch, you know, your, your performance on the pitch shows. You know, obviously, you, you, I know, I know, just like just as much as you do, moving around from pillar to post, low moves, you, you get bought by a club doesn't work out, you get shipped out on loan, you come back, you get shipped out on loan again. You feel you feel that um, unwanted feeling. And there's nothing there's nothing worse than that for me personally. Um and obviously you've gone over to Australia and it's like like you say, it's reinvigorated your career again, kickstarted your career again and you, you look like you're enjoying your football, you're scoring goals. Yeah, definitely. I couldn't agree more. You know, um you know for me a, a lot of my problems were probably self-inflicted with the decisions I made um, you know obviously I went to Cardiff I had a bit of a bad time there and I chose to move to Bolton 
and did really well there. And then probably my decisions after that um, to join Wolves was was a bad decision. Uh, it was a bit a bit of a hasty decision for myself as well, um, which probably set off a you know a bit of a, a snowball effect in, into one. I just started being disillusioned with football in, in England and. And you know, like like you say, moving to Australia for me, it, it made a lot of sense in a, in a way because they they could they pretty much said to me, "Look, you're going to play every game. Um, all you need to do is bring your boots." And I was like, "Well, I'm going to score every game anyway, so it doesn't bother me as long as I play every game. I know I'm going to score." Yeah. And they were like, "Well, that's what we want." I was like, "Perfect, let's do it then." And then you know, <laughs> I did score every game, but you know, I've been vindicating what I've done out there. I've scored a lot of goals and not, you know, not scoring, far, which is, is perfect for me. It's it's mad, isn't it? I know I know we spoke about it last time. I, we had a spell together. I don't know if you remember. We had a spell together at Devonshire. <laughs> I had to get that in there. Yeah. Um, but the, it's mad when you think about when when you were there. You, no, you know you can't predict what any of those young lads are going to go on to achieve. Ninety nine point nine percent of them don't carry on in football. It's it's mad to think you go from that level. You know, doing that to when retirement comes in. Two, five, ten—however many years you decide yeah, to keep yeah. going. When retirement comes, you, you played in in England in the Premier League and all these other clubs, whether, whether they were good spells or not. But then India, Australia—you've made stamps as well. Like it, it just, mate. I've, I've I've had it with footballers, boxers, even bands speaking about you know starting from day one and going off to wherever. It just it messes my head when you think you go from there to there. It's unbelievable story. Yeah, of course, I think. That's good for me as well. Like the journey, you know, you go on as a as a young kid, like you say, you start off as you know. I started at five years old, and to think, you know, at, at sixteen, I would be looking down a lens and look at my career. You know, coming back as a sixteen year old, I'd have been like, nah, "There's no way I'm doing that. There's no way I'm getting to the prem. There's no way I'm I'm going out playing in India. There's no way I'm leaving, you know, England and going to Australia. There's no way that's going to happen." But you know, I look back and you know, they're some of the most enjoyable times of my career so far. So, yeah. you know, um, it's it's amazing for me to look back on and, and look back very fondly on them as well. Let me ask you, where would Dicko settle in better, given that you know him the way you do? Would he settle in better in India or in Australia? Australia, mate. There's a place for <laughs> there's a place for Dicko here, mate. And I he'd like the nightlife here as well. I know. Him. I don't. I don't really. I'm not much of a big drinker, mate. To be honest. Yeah, I know. Yeah, no, no, just water and that. I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get back down to business. When when are you thinking about signing for County? <laughs> they got her off of me something first, haven't they? Mate, get there. You melt the minute. The boys uh, well, are doing When I came back from India, obviously I, I had JJ messaging me um, yeah. about coming in, and I was like, I can't, I can't come in. I've got, I'm still contracted to. Sydney, um, my loan hadn't finished at, at Mumbai and stuff. I said, look, if they want to offer me something for the next season, then, you know, they can get be in touch and, you know, I'll definitely think about it. Because at that time, I wasn't sure what I was going to do. I wasn't sure if I was going to go back to England and stay in England with the family or, yeah. you know, move away again. And, you know, nothing. And Stockport would have been a perfect one for me because it would have been a nice fitting sort of, I don't know about end, but a nice journey point for me of starting yeah. at Stockport and yeah. you know being part of Stockport's journey up back back up for the least because there's there's no two ways about it. They're gonna be successful. Um, yeah. they're inevitable. They're like Thanos and, and you know like they're like Salford, you know what I mean? They're gonna make yeah. they're gonna make the cool. jump from conference to League Two again. hundred yeah, percent. It's only a matter of time. Yeah, whether it's this year, next year or the year after, 
there's there's no two way about it. They've they've got they're putting everything in in place for a good club, to all the infrastructure and that sort of thing to to succeed. And you know, I see I see that happening very soon. And you know, obviously, I, as a player, I felt I could have helped you know speed that up or whatever. But um, looking from the outside in, I, I I can't help but think that they're going to be successful. Obviously, yeah. they've got skipping now, aren't they, as, as a gaffer? So, you know, um, he's got a good record too. Yeah, definitely. I'm going to ask you about him in a moment. Um, just, I just wanted to pick up on that. Like, I can't just let that whiz past. How how serious do you think was the offer from? Not an offer. I know it's not an offer. But when when the club get in contact with you, you guys know football on the inside better than I do. Is that how moves come about? And if so, could that have materialised? You think when when um, when you say JJ, I assume you mean James Jennings. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Was, obviously, I was. It was just on Instagram. Um, I, I think it was close to the end of the season, and so it's like March time for me. And he yeah. said, "Oh, what are you doing at the end of, you know, you spell in India?" And I was like, "Oh, come back to England." He's like, "Oh, do you fancy Stockport?" And I was like, "Well, I do, but I'm. I can't do it. I literally can't do it because I'm at Sydney till I think it was end of May, June, or whatever. So there's no way of me." You know, getting out of that period of, of my contract, so it's it's impossible. I said I'm out of contract in in the end of that season if they want to offer something for next season. But you know, obviously that's sort of in the air. Really, they they want something for now, and obviously because they were at that time they were in the playoffs, weren't they? I think yeah, yeah. close to the playoffs. So um, yeah, obviously it interested me, but uh, nothing ever really proper, you know, concrete materialised. So it wasn't really. A sort of thing I could really, you know, stick my hat on and say, yeah, you know what, this is a tough decision, if that makes sense. Yeah. So you mentioned Skip there, Dave Chaloner. Um, I think I don't know how closely you follow counting under Simon Rusk. Everyone knew what Jim was about. Nobody really knew what Simon Rusk was going to bring to the table. Lovely guy, but just didn't really work out for him. Dave Chaloner's in, and we're back to this familiarity. You know what he brings to the table. You're not guaranteed success, but you, you, you know, it's it's favourable. Uh, what what do you know of Dave Chaloner? And if you know, is, your you know, obviously he's been very successful. I think you know he had a, a really good period at Fylde, didn't he? And yeah, um, obviously at Hartlepool as well. So you know, as a as a player, when I was you know 16, 17, breaking in, he was obviously skipper at the time, and yeah, um, and really good towards me. Um, obviously, like I say, he's got the backing of the club, which you know. Without being disrespectful to the other clubs in the conference, Stockport are one of the heavyweights. And you know, when you look, you look at Stockport really in the conference, it, it's you know they, they shouldn't really be there with the fan base they've got, with you know the infrastructure and, and that sort of thing. But the, I think the conference is, is arguably one of the hardest leagues to get out of because of you know you, you can have good clubs in there who've been trapped in there for a few years. You look at Notts County, Chesterfield, and you know the big clubs with their own right who've got a lot of history within the league, and you know you're fighting for one spot. You know, automatic and obviously the one playoff. And, um, you know, if you don't get your recruitment right or you don't have that one game, you know, perfect on the playoff uh, final day, then, you know, you're struggling. You're back there again for another slog. And, um, you know, I think Skip's got a, a lot of, you know, experience in, in, in managing already. And he'll have a, a lot of experience in, you know, getting navigating the team out of that league. And I think um, Stockport got a right chance this year for sure. Yeah, definitely. Did you keep an eye on the Rotherham and the Bolton games? Yeah, I, you know, funny enough, the Bolton game, I was uh, I was trying to get it on the telly here, I, I try and stream it here, and 
my father-in-law was messaging me and he's like, oh, it's 3-1. And I was like, what? And then it was obviously, then I was like on live score or whatever. Then it's 3 all and 5-3. And I was like, bloody hell, <laughs> it's some game. Like, he said the, work, the defending weren't great for both sides, apparently. So I was just <laughs> like, oh, this is mental. And then obviously the Rotherham draw came through and I was like, hey, like Reading in the third round for sure. Whoever, whoever wins it is getting Reading. I was like, it's my cup draw, this. <laughs> and, uh, you know, Rotherham are a really good team. Warney there has, has got them so, you know, hard working and drilled. And they've got one of the best strikers, you know, probably in the in the football league, you know, within the three leagues, that Michael Smith. So, you know, it's always going to be a tough ask for, for Stockport to go there and get a result as well. It's good. It's good to go to these games and go to these teams and um, and test yourself and see exactly whereabouts you are. It would have been fantastic for the manager to see the, you know, what what he's actually got. Because it's all right. It's all right playing the teams in your league, but when you when you've got to step it up a level and, and you're playing against players who've got that extra bit of quality, it's always a good benchmark to just to see where where that your players are and where your team are. Would you agree? Yeah, definitely. I think. Uh... You know that's that's always the good thing, and, and see if they can raise their game. Um, and you know that's always the the good thing about football, and, and the good thing about yourself. You always test yourself. You know it's always a battle for yourself as a player to to raise your game. You know to to match other people and, and see how far you are you're off, like you said. Yeah. Um, and you know that's the good thing about everything. And you know Challenger obviously can you know see the team and, and see what it's there for, and, and see where he needs improving. You know if and when they do make the jump. Is there, have, is there any teams that you sorry, Chris? Are there any teams that you've always obviously when you know you're playing against these teams, you, you're really looking forward to it. Is there any specific teams? Obviously, like some Man United or whatever. But is there any any teams that you think oh, I love playing against these or you know? And I know I'm confident I'm going to I'm going to bag today. Other than every other than every game, every game in Australia. <laughs> well, yeah, uh, Fulham, Watford, them two. For some reason, um, I went through a spell where whenever I'd play them, I'd score 100%. Like, I, I just knew it. Uh, yeah. I used to love playing at Craven Cottage. Yeah, I, th I used to think that's like my perfect stadium. The pitch was like a carpet. It was like an old stadium. Yeah, Atmosphere was always nice. Never like, you know, aggressive or vociferous. Um, I used to love playing there. I used to, I used to always think Watford and, and Fulham for me, always, always yeah. I'd have a good game and score. Um, and I think there's a there's very few times where I didn't do that. So, you know, I'll probably say that them two teams in probably the most recent time. And then when I was in League Two, there wasn't many teams who didn't have a good game against and score against. So, you yeah. know, um, I had a lot of fun in League Two. So, uh, there was a lot of teams who were like playing against. If, if you come back to England, do you think League Two is... Well, well, what level would you look at? Would you look at League Two? Would you try and go a bit higher or...? Um, See, for me, it's more about the project, I guess. You know, if if someone came to me and said, look, um, you know, I'd like to look at this or whatever, and I'm not really motivated that much by money or anything like that. I'm more bothered about, you know, winning things and, you know, achieving something. I think now at my age and in your career, you were obviously, you know, I've made money when I was younger and, um, you know, and, and, and had success off the back of that. But yeah. obviously now at this point in my career, you you look at the times back when you in your career where you're happiest. It's when you've been most successful, and you know, uh, being away from England and winning trophies has has really wet my appetite for winning, um, you know, and winning titles and and that sort of thing. So I would love to you know come back and win promotion or yeah. or that sort of thing, achieve something great. But obviously, I, I'd like to think of, you know I could easily. 
you know, playing League One still at this moment in time, the way I'm the way I'm feeling body wise and and what I'm producing, I think on the pitch anyway. But um, you know, it's, it's it's all depends on the managers, doesn't it, and what they yeah, see for a player. And you know, it's never on you know me thinking oh, I should play here. Um, you know, sign me. Uh, it'd be <laughs> the fact of you know where would I fit in the grand scheme of things and how would I fit in someone's plan. Yeah, well, obviously earlier on we spoke about your uh, your 120 minutes you played. Um, are you at, are you at a point in your career now where obviously you, you've got to manage your body now? You know, as you get older, you're not, you're not a spring chicken anymore. You have to you have to be sensible and manage it because because if you want to be a part of a, a project and, and and successful, you can't play every minute of every game. Um, so what, what how how are you managing it over there? Yeah, to be fair. Um... You know the, the sports scientists group here are really good, um, and and to be fair, they look after me really well. Um, yeah, I do play. You know the majority of the minutes here. Um, my body's you know held up really well, still in really good nick, and and I'm to be fair, I'd probably say I'm one of the fittest at, um, at the club here. So you know that's changed from when I was a lot younger. I probably didn't take it as serious. Yeah. When I was younger, and you know obviously you see with the as the times change, you know you have to change as a player, and I've certainly yeah. done that. And, um, you know, when when the games come round, I'm always ready for the games. I'm always available and uh, touch wood, and I'm and I'm always you know playing. I like to think at a high level, so um, you know, I've I've always put myself up for for playing games. But obviously, with with here now, I've I've sort of said with me getting a little bit older that you know training, I'd like to tailor a little bit more towards me, and which you know the club have been magnificent that they do that for me. You know if. Like, like I say, I played 120 on, on Wednesday night. I've got a game on Sunday. Um, you know, I told them, like, look, don't expect much out of training from me. You know, you know, I need to just do as much recovery as I can and, yeah. and you know, really focus on, you know, trying to stretch and foam roll and, and that yeah. sort of thing. Because as a 21-year-old me, I'd probably been playing five-a-side, you know, in somewhere that, in, in that, that week and playing in, in that, net yeah. somewhere. So I'm playing, so, playing cricket. Yeah, cricket on a weekend in the summer and that sort of thing, you know, so... You know, now I know that I can't do that sort of thing. I've got to look after myself, and yeah, and and the club look help look after me as well, setting up you know obviously cryo and, and massage and that sort of thing. And you know, I take full advantage of that because if I want to play as as carry on playing at a high level, you have to look after your body, like you say. Yeah. You know, football's changed so much in the last five ten years that you have to do that. Just just a quick one on on county health in, in in particular. Long way to go in the season. We're not even at Christmas yet. You know. And it, Looks like we were on a bit of a downward trajectory um, until the new gaffers come in. We're six points off the top now. You know, like I say, still way before Christmas as well. Um, games in hand on on a lot of the teams above us. Um, is the title still there? Do you think? Yeah, of course you can. You know, discount the title this early in the season. I think you know it's normally around March time where you sort of realise your your aspirations and. You know, obviously, if the, if the gap isn't 20 points by March, then, you know, it's still all to play for. I think even, you know, obviously teams like Wrexham, who've spent a lot of money and, um, you know, who's still a bit way out of it. And there's, there'll be teams who will come from, you know, a bit lower down who will be looking at, at, you know, higher aspirations, making a run. And, and the good thing about England is you play Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday. So if you, you know, roll through, you know, four or five victories, you, you complexion looks completely different on the league. And, that's all you have to do is get on a good roll and, and you know, just take it from there, really. 
I think um, for Stockport, definitely they're they're probably you know still one of the favourites to to get promoted and 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 win the league, even being you know like you say six points back at this point in the in the in the season. Do you reckon, Deco? You agree? Hundred percent. <laughs> Cheers. Man, 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 a few words. Before uh, we go, before we go, before we go, we've got, I've got, we've got to address these jammers, mate. I just you're not having them. Are you not having these? No, no, I want to address them. I love them. I, I love. Look at that. Look at that. Like H and M model. M I'm not. Can't afford H and M, mate. It's metal on this. <laughs> if you're on the Stella having a coffee, <laughs> Alfie, would you ever consider rocking a pair of them if you saw Liam wearing them in like a magazine or something? Hundred percent, hundred percent. That's what we like to hear, mate. I've seen some of the gear Alf used to wear. Alf used to wear in uh, in Bramall and Cheadle. Yeah, he's, he's, hey, he was like spoons in Cheadle. Hey, we had some good times, mate. Yeah, great like time. That. We had some great time. Straight to Opus. Yeah, you know, the <laughs> I forgot about Magaluf. What about this? By the way, by the way, we still got your trophy. Hey, don't worry. Hey, that's one of the best trophies ever won. So, so we went on a lads' holiday to Magaluf and entered a football tournament. It was like a five-a-side, six-a-side tournament. Yeah, it's side, weren't it? Smashed it, mate. Who else? Who else was there? Who? Any, anyone we know? Was Jamie K there? Damo Bizkay. Damo, yeah, Damien Allen, Jamie K. And a couple of uh, a couple of my pals. Yeah, a couple of your mates. And we smashed a minute in the final. Yeah, we take it, yeah. mate. Oh, it was great, mate. <laughs> oh, what a night! Ended ended the season on a high. Basically, that's what we did. Yeah. Straight what to Magaluf. Won a trophy. Couldn't win a trophy <laughs> at time, but we could win a trophy in Magaluf. Yeah. Unbelievable <laughs> scenes. Well, then we got promoted the year after, so that's that's what count we need to do this preseason. Second, take the lads to Magaluf. Get a game over there, then they will guarantee promotion. Isn't that like like an Audi Cup tournament or something? It sounds like an extended preseason. It, it wasn't that good. It wasn't that good. No, no. It was better it was than an Audi Cup. Yeah, I think it was like a rascal astroturf as well. <laughs> yeah. it was, it's like that sandy stuff. Yeah, it was just so random. I don't even know how it how it came around. I, I, don't, I don't even know how we turned up for it because I don't even like... know what I, we didn't have boots. It was anyway. We just we just no. we had brand new holiday trainers on. I think yeah. I think uh, I think J Jamie cared a pair of K Swiss on. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, mate, it was it was so random. Oh. Nice times, good times. Yeah, you're not wrong. Well, listen, lads, that sounds like a perfect way to to end it. I mean, listen, Alfie, it's been it's been a pleasure having you on. As always, all the way from Australia. <laughs> Technology is a wonderful thing, but it sounds like you're doing the business over there. So, all the best to you. And if you do get back to Stockport. Even if you don't sign for us, I've got to I've got to experience one of these nights out in Cheadle at least. So uh, I'm too old for that now, mate. I took up golf instead of going out. Yeah, hey, that's that's old age. That we can't handle yeah, the angle over anymore. I'm just what keeps I'm me on the pitch, that mate. Golf. Staying away from the beer. See, I I can't do it, mate. I I play golf and have a beer every hole. By the by, the eight I, hole, I take it too serious, mate. Oh, do you? Yeah, by serious. the eighth hole, I'm swinging and missing. <laughs> 100%. Great. Well, anyway, we'll listen to it, Alfie. It's been emotional. It's always, it's always a treat having you on. Cheers, fellas. Big All the best for the rest of the season. And uh, two goals, two sausage rolls on Sunday, please, mate. Yeah, I'll try, mate. Good luck. Cheers, just, fellas. Just before you, is there a chance? Is there a chance? I've just had a thought. Is there a chance 
of popping one of those pajama tops on under your shirt, and if you score, whipping it off. <laughs> and it'll sell them out here, mate. You know what we'll have? Do you know what we'll take? Do you know what we'll take for your celebration? Go on then. Just a podcast. Yeah, right, one of those. Okay. Podcast celebration. Yeah. I'll throw a couple of them up then. I'll throw a few shackers about. We'll take that. We'll take that. But we'll, we'll be watching on Twitter. Right, Could right, you we'll imagine the scenes on this podcast? Alfie, <laughs> thank you very much, mate. Much appreciated. Take care, no mate. Worries. Take care, guys. See you later, boys.